Welcome to season two of Better in Bed, the podcast where we talk about sex and inspire you to get better at it. I'm Sarah, and I'm a certified sex coach and educator, and I help people like you overcome shame, explore your sexuality, and communicate more meaningfully about sex. If you're interested in becoming a better lover, and let's face it, who isn't? Do sign up for my Better in Bed audio guide, which has three proven strategies for gaining confidence and creativity in the bedroom. Just go to my website, sarahsense.com forward slash audio guide and sign up. You'll also become part of my email community, so you'll get plugged into all my tips, tricks, and insights for a happier, healthier sex life. Today, I'm talking about long-distance sex and love, which weirdly enough can sometimes be hotter and better than in person. Do you agree? Keep listening. You guys know I'm a big fan of sexting and dirty talk, right? I mean, it's just hot AF when you're hooking up, and it's also kind of an essential skill in any modern relationship. And you want to have fun exploring, but you don't want to worry about your sexy texts or nudes landing up somewhere like your boss's inbox. So I recently discovered a dating app that lets you do all of this safely without any shame or judgment. It's called Pure App. It's the safest place for naughty communication and virtual sex because its privacy features allow you to be totally anonymous. I've just got to say the design on this app is so cool. It lets you put on a virtual mask when you're video chatting to someone you've matched with. So you can be totally yourself or be whoever you want. My favorite fantasy persona is an Egyptian pharaoh. So if you're interested in exploring casual dating and hookups safely, this is the app for you. Go download it now at sarahsense.com forward slash pure. That's my website, sarahsense.com forward slash P-U-R-E. On to today's topic. Did you know that 75% of people will be in a long distance relationship at one time or another? And that's just in normal times. With the pandemic going on, we've been experiencing more separation, more distance, more loneliness between partners and within relationships, which is really why I wanted to record this episode today. We need to find ways to stay sexy and intimately connected with our partners now more than ever. So I've invited two of my sex-positive friends to join me in the studio today, both of whom have had quite a fair bit of experience with long-distance relationships. And I'm looking forward to discussing with them some ideas, experiences, and tips. So James, you're a returning guest. Yes. How does it feel like to be a returning guest? Well, the... The people want what they want, so <laughs> thought I'd come back and, you know, yeah, yeah. Do, do my part. You're a pleaser. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> so if 
James sounds familiar, you might have heard him on a previous episode we recorded on dirty talk and sexting. So that is episode 30. And if I would recommend one good companion episode to listen to alongside with this episode, it would probably be episode 30. So Helena or Helen is my other guest. Tell us more about yourself and about why you wanted to come onto this podcast. You and James know each other. Clearly. We do. <laughs> Hi, James. Hi, Sarah. Good to be here. Yeah. Thank you for inviting great me. Great to have you here. Yeah, it's great. And happy to That's say awesome. that. Yeah, happy to say that I have. Uh, I feel in a good place right now yeah. to embracing my femininity and, yeah. and my confidence mm. in living through my sexual power and my sexual energy. Mm. So great to be here today to talk about my experiences. Yeah, it sounds like you've really like claimed your, uh, you've almost had like a renaissance yes. in your sexuality yeah. after your long-term, long-term relationship. Long-term relationship, yeah. yeah. And, and I think it, it hits you quite unexpectedly. I think when you go into, you've been married for a long time uh, and then you come out of that relationship and you haven't slept with somebody for like any other one than your husband. I mean, we did things together with other people, but... But pursuing somebody else mm. on your own, it's quite overwhelming. Yeah. And there's so many things that come to to your mind about how you were living with your body and sexually in mm. your relationship to now being single. It's very different, but so empowering as well if you embrace mm. it. And I think there's a lot of women in my position, which is why I'm very interested in supporting women to liberate mm. themselves mm. Um, and live through their power and love it and, you know, adore themselves and be bring about that into their everyday that is a wonderful mission and <laughs> very great to have you here. So let's talk about long distance relationships then. Yeah. Uh, so James, Helen. Uh, yes. And me. <laughs> How many, many long distance relationships have you been in? Well, <laughs> as everyone is staring at me so intently, I guess I'll start. Um, I've been in three. Most recently, I got out of one probably in October, November, mm -hmm. which was about two years between Japan and Hong Kong. Mm. Uh, when I was young, one of the first women I fell in love with was long distance, and that was across state lines, uh, you know, west, east coast to west coast. Oh, yeah. And then there was one more, which was a very short-lived relationship between Chicago and Canada, mm -hmm. which was about three or four months and just very, very intense. Mm -hmm. It just like it blew up really quickly and mm -hmm. then, you know, fizzled out just as fast. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, definitely a lot of fun, different experiences and different learnings through all of those. Mm. But yeah, it's a good time. Okay. Well, I've actually been in two very long, long distance relationships as well. So my ex-boyfriend, who I once called the love of my life, uh, I was with for seven years and it was all long distance between here and Vietnam. And it was actually, it, I think it worked mainly because he traveled here quite a lot. So I would see him about every three weeks or so. So it never really felt too long distance. But my very first relationship as well in university. So I was in college in California and he was in Singapore. We both started off in Singapore and then I went off to college. 
uh, and I rashly, you know, as one does at 18, <laughs> uh, said, we will continue this relationship. Love will, will conquer the distance. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, and then of course I will come back for you and we will get married and so on and so forth. And uh, well, you all know the how that works. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Still not married, <laughs> which is fine, which yeah, is fine with totally. me. Yeah. yeah, totally. How about you? Myself. So in my marriage, actually, he was away a lot. Mm. So there was, that was probably the first real long distance experiencing living together apart. Because in New Zealand, no long distance going on. You know, everybody's close. It's easy to see each other. I never experienced that. So when I started living overseas about 15 years ago, we, me with my job, I traveled a lot. I did some time in the US and I did some time in Europe and I also had other markets. So I was away a lot. He was away a lot. So that was the first experience. And so there was a lot of learning. And I think, you know, we both did okay. We can talk about that. But I think probably lately the most interesting long-distance relationships I've had two. And uh, one I'm currently in, it, as we said this morning, I'm kind of bouncing in and out. We'll talk about that. And one a few years back, they, he was in Sweden and I was here and we actually met on Tinder in Australia. And we then, you know, met here in Hong Kong and then Europe and we bounced around for a while. And that was a very hot, uh, very sexual, pushing boundaries relationship. It was great. I loved it. But it, you know, all good things come to an end sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Did it burn itself out? Yeah, just our lives took over mm. and I love to conquer all. And we were very aligned sexually and really were comfortable enough to push the boundaries. Mm. And there was a lot of experimenting and a mm. lot of things I'd never done before. Mm -hmm. So it was great. I really got to visit some of the dark side of it as well, which that was really fun. great. That sounds so, but it, with, very within fun. the confidence of that support, right? Mm. And so, and you know, and the one I'm in now. So okay, about that. So would you say overall that long distance works for you, or would distance be a deal breaker? Which side of the fence are you on? Well, I would say the answer. As always, it depends. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. A, a, a very political That's very political why we answer. have you very on this podcast. Yes, I yes. know. Well, so. What do you need, James? Uh, yeah. So for me, it, it really depends. Is, is it going anywhere? Because I've been in the most recent long distance relationship I was in. It was a great relationship. It was between here and Japan. I was working in Japan for six months and we met at work and got really hot and heavy really quickly. And was great. Did a lot of cool things sexually. Did a lot of traveling. We had a lot in common. Uh, had a lot to talk about. She was also uh, she was uh, half Japanese, half American. So it was the culture as well that was that was really mashing together well. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, I realized that this isn't going to be anything more than what it is now. Mm -hmm. So. While I was okay with that at that point, I don't want to just keep on moving on with that, knowing that, well, we're still going to be apart. Yeah. Um, we're, I mean, it, mm. at, at, I, I don't think we really wanted to move in together. Didn't want to really go towards marriage or anything like mm. that. I didn't want to move back to Japan. Yeah. She didn't necessarily want to move here. 
so at that point, I was just kind of like, I don't want to keep on, you know, leading her on, saying that something might happen, something might not happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was best to split up on that. But, yeah. I mean, we're still really great friends, and we still talk and, mm-hmm. and all of that. So it, it was a really great relationship and love her to death. So, mm-hmm. But knowing that something is going somewhere and that you're progressing is yes. really important, actually, just for any relationship. Yeah. yeah. I, and, and you need to be more clear and mm-hmm. more honest and more open about this you need to talk about that a lot more because Mm -hmm. there's a lot more intention with long distance if you have a lot of assumption or high expectation not expressed you can get yourself in quite a lot of trouble because you start living in fantasy and not Mm -hmm. real Mm. yeah yeah because if you're doing this long distance relationship in perpetuity i believe that's the right word yeah then there's just no, it, it's very ambiguous. You have no idea what's going on next. Yep. Yeah. And and you just sit there. It's and, very unsettling. Yeah, yeah. And, and then resentments start to pop up. Mm-hmm. Well, I was in the long-distance relationship for seven <laughs> years. So, uh, you know, but, but funnily enough, we broke up for reasons not related to long-distance. We broke up for... I had actually kind of adapted, I thought, quite well to long distance relationship and and I think there were a few factors for me that helped right so I mentioned the fact that he came and visited quite regularly secondly I'm also quite independent so in general even if I am with somebody in the same country I don't really like to live with them I don't like to see them all the time 24 7 I I actually uh, find that I mean, I find yeah. that an awful kind <laughs> of situation. I find yeah. my, I, I, I don't know. I find, I fe- I'd feel trapped if yeah. I had to see somebody yeah. all, all the, the time. time. And then there's an expectation that <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. The so, standard issue relationship. Yeah. So I, I think that also, it, it also has to be whether it works for you. You know, mm. I think maybe a lot of other people have different kind of attachment styles. So they require different kind of support and different kind of attention yeah, I was actually talking yeah. to someone yesterday and mm. they mentioned that their parents who are still married were in a long distance relationship for 10 15 years between well, Taiwan and Canada oh wow. wow so yeah and it's Taiwan like, and Canada isn't even close no no <laughs> isn't it even like you can hop over yeah, it's a long way, <laughs> it's a long way. <laughs> Yeah, but I think you can adapt to it. Oh, of course, of course. Um, Yeah, a uh, medical professional told me one mm. point that humans are able to adapt to almost anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For me, it's not a deal breaker. Uh, Like James said, I think it's, it depends. But the key thing is that commitment to being on the same journey and, Mm -hmm. and heading for the end goal together. And that, so needs, important. and that needs to be agreed and, and that needs to be clear. Otherwise, you have a lot of ambiguity and you get, a, you know, you become, I mean, I know I become needy and insecure and all this stuff starts to happen because it's natural because you've, you've been vulnerable with somebody and you've, you're committed to being together. And, mm-hmm. and if that's not happening, it doesn't feel good, right? Mm. So I think that that's really important and mine haven't finished necessary for the long distance more to fundamentals that mm. you know, things are not working or we're just not connecting or mm. we're not haven't got the same vision together anymore but it, the shorter more fun ones end because of life though we just yeah. can't, i'm not going to move to where they are we're yeah. not going to move to where i am so it comes to an end yeah and you kind of know that at the beginning they're play yeah. Yeah. It's play, it's hot, heavy, fun yeah. play. And 
it kind of runs its course, you know. Yeah, I call those like long distance situationships <laughs> as opposed <laughs> to <laughs> long distance relationships. But those are great too. Yeah. I actually enjoy a, a lot of those, and you keep them going for a while. Oh, they can last, and some of some of them can last for. Oh yeah, I've had, one, but I've yeah, had lo- yeah, I've had lovers just be in touch, and then every time we just happen mm-hmm. to be in the same city, you know, things just start up again. Yeah. You know, if everyone's you know single or, or in the right context and stuff, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, what was your best or maybe your most enjoyable long distance relationship, and what was your worst? Long distance oh, I'm going to go on the worst first. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Let's go on the worst first. Okay. So I met this guy uh, a couple of years back and uh, he, you know, all, all in, he's like, we met here and uh, he had to go away. So pretty quickly after meeting, he left and he was very committed to this. And we talked about it and I was very clear about, you know, we should just take our time and get to know each other and, He's like, no, no, we're all in. So, so we we kicked off, kicked off the long relationship apart, together apart. Mm-hmm. And then he came back to Hong Kong, and we get to spend about a month together. So we get to know each other quite well, mm. and we knew that we had a long distance relationship ahead of us, and we were very clear, and I was very clear sexually about what I needed and how it needed to go, and and at the time he he seemed quite committed to it. But there were some issues there in the background that I could see developing about his confidence sexually and feeling like I was a bit on eggshells around it sometimes. And, and for me, that's not good to be shut down. Mm-hmm. I need to be free. But, you know, I really liked him. So I'm like, you know, I can make it work. And uh, so he left. And within about three or four weeks of us attempting to stay together and to be sexually connected and for me and me teasing and playing and foreplay and calling him to want to play he found it very uncomfortable and he mm-hmm. he was almost shaming me and saying that you know I I didn't I don't want to go out with a porno star I don't want to go out with a slut and it's like well, oh well, my god why I not? am your little <laughs> slut so just get your head around I it know. that's what I am so yeah we really fell apart big time yeah really quickly and but it's interesting how I responded because I really liked him so I mm. attempted to try different ways to you know to keep so, him in to keep him in yeah. to bring him not to be so overt not to be so in his face to try to be more softer and respectful of his way of his sexual and it, I think it's sexual language mm-hmm. you know that language of love the language of sex and we would just not I think there was issues there on his side for mm. sure but so that became, you know, just that died real fast. And and it was really mm. awful to, and this whole shame thing for women is a really big deal, I really believe. You know, you've got to own who you are. You are who you are. And if you find someone who wants to challenge that, who who is, isn't comfortable, it's not you, it's them. They have mm-hmm. issues. You need to be the beautiful woman that you are. Wild and, really and free. Wild and, and free. Yeah. We are wild women. Mm-hmm. We, we have beautiful energy. We're full of love. Our heart is full. We have so much to give. So if they want to not, if they don't see it like that and they can't engage with you like that and respect you for who you are, that, you know, the ethical slut. Mm-hmm. I mean, all if you love sex, you're going to be a slut, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just the name shame. And mm-hmm. so, it's really important to be confident to cut 
Mm-hmm. And this is what I've learned about the negative long-term distance relationship is because what starts out together in a very normal situation of dating and, mm-hmm. and you know, going out and, hang, and and living together, you don't sometimes really get to know somebody yeah. until you're separated in a long-distance relationship and you have to pull on other resources to stay connected. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. Because I was about to say that the reason, you know, why you were kind of incompatible was clearly the way that you viewed each other's sexuality. And yeah. I wonder if the distance contribute to that, that it wasn't apparent early on. You just, it was only apparent later. Yeah. And I think it's because in the flush of it all, the, actually, I knew the first time we had sex that he was not as explorative or expressive or open as I was and see it's interesting with men they love they love it that you are so open and so vulnerable and so expressive Mm -hmm. but then it it seemed to challenge a lot in him Mm. so he had issues with women Mm -hmm. so then it became a problem so Mm. the the what he loved became a hate I see. So, and then that's just his own situation. But, right. but I remember the first time. And so, you know, women need to hone their intuitiveness. We have very strong intuition. Yeah, of course. And you know, and I knew the first time, the yeah. very first time. But, yeah. you know, we, we had a lot of other stuff in common. Yeah. So I thought, well, you know, silly me deprioritized mm. sex and I found myself very unhappy and losing my confidence and yeah. becoming insecure and soon as I released myself from that, I felt, you know, really self-empowered again. I was having more positive thoughts about myself and I stopped shaming myself mm. for that. And I think that the intuition is such a good point. Mm. But, and sometimes it's easier to be intuitive when you're in physical proximity because you can read so much more yeah. um, from a person's body language rather than maybe looking at a video call or, or doing it, you know, long distance as yeah. well. You have the energy. I mean, you can have energy exchange and texting, and, yeah. but you have the, I think you have behavioral, more behavioral intimacy because yeah. you have you the close proximity, as you mm-hmm. say. You can see behavioral on text, though, too. Mm. You can see within a couple of weeks how someone's behaving. Yeah. You can see you the can. routine and the... But sometimes it's harder to see how they're behaving with other people. You know, yes, even those yes. little interactions mm. where, you know, maybe they're a little bit rude to the service staff or something yes, like that yes. little things that you or would, just too you, good to be true exactly and nice, which they're actually you a would real just pick up bastard like, just, behind it all yeah <laughs> looking at them yeah yeah you can definitely be anyone over text yeah yeah, yeah. 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 who yeah. is behind I, the text yeah i think yeah. we've all experienced that before yeah yeah yeah, yeah. how about you james are you any worst or best experiences that you would like to share yeah well, I, I, I we heard your best one with the japanese yeah well, yeah, well, be well, one of your yeah best? Well, well i can talk about a little bit more about that too because okay. i think what made that the best was that i felt more or less total acceptance of who i am my sexual identity my sexual life uh, and, and not just sex either, you know, what I wanted to do with my life and, you know, who I was as a person, all my different challenges that I've had and just everything, you know, from growing up to, you know, things I'm dealing with now. And and just that type of total acceptance is what I really, I guess, 
thrive in mm-hmm. because I don't feel the judgment. I don't feel like I have to be someone else. I don't feel like I have to, you know, maybe say something a little bit differently. I don't have to walk on eggshells. Yeah, you know, that that kind of stuff. Because I've had relationships before where I did have to walk on eggshells, and that's just uh, that that that's one thing I've learned that mm-hmm. I just don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So so when that happens, it's like okay, I gotta go. Yeah. So yeah, the the thing that really really helped about that was, uh, yes, there was that acceptance, and there was also little to no expectation either, which that really works well for me because mm-hmm. once I start feeling expectations, yeah. that's when I start feeling trapped and I uh-huh. start feeling that, oh, I have to call them at a certain time. I have to let them know I'm yeah. home. Yeah. I have to I hang out. With, I have to hang out with this person on a Friday night. No. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it's, and since it was long distance, you don't necessarily have those type of of expectations that organically build. Mm-hmm. It's no one's fault. It just happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I death yeah. by text. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say that. I mean, you know, we would talk probably maybe once, twice a week. Mm-hmm. We would text every day, you know, say how things are going and what's mm-hmm. going on. Talk about all, all the things yeah. that we were going through, um, all things with family. I mean, it got really deep. With, it sounds with, like with, you with were everything. very connected, yeah. actually. Yeah. No, no, and would, the distance yeah, wasn't were. an obstacle to that. No, no, not at all. But it just, uh, and like I said, the reason it ended is just, well, that part, I would say it didn't end. That part of the relationship ended. It's really hard to say because if I did even see her right now, we would still probably be like all romantic and kissing and all that kind of stuff too. Right. But, you know, we're just not going to, you know, move in together, get married and take that next step. You decided to go for a future. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. And and that's just not something that I was ready for or wanted at that point. Mm. So for me, it was better to... want to keep playing, James. I know, I know. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's definitely something that... Yeah, it's okay. That's a challenge. It's good. Hey, <laughs> if you're ready, you're ready, and if you're not ready, you're not ready. Yeah. I think the best just to be authentic. Yeah, yeah, okay. definitely. I would say the worst, and, and I'll talk about this real mm. quick because th- yeah, this could get weird. So um, <laughs> this girl, I actually, I like the bad yeah. story. Yeah, we so, like the bad story. So I met this girl who is visiting Chicago from Canada, and I met her at a Jane's Addiction Lollapalooza after after show. Fun, which, okay. Which was. Which was, it was a great show. I was there with a great friend of mine. This girl saw her like looking at me, and I was like, "Ah, I'm gonna go talk to her and see what's going on." So yeah, we, we did that, and you know, we hooked up the next night, and then it got really, really hot and heavy, really, really fast. I mean, we both fell deep really quickly, and then you know, she went back to Canada, and then I stayed in Chicago. We would go back and forth um, a little bit, probably like maybe once every few weeks or once a month. And then for, you know, my birthday, she had used her points to buy me a ticket to Amsterdam and we were going to go there and go to all the sex clubs and just have a great old time and everything, which, you know, which, you know, I, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. And then (laughs) when I got there, you could tell something was, something was amiss, I guess. It just, it just didn't feel the same anymore. So, you know, when I finally, you know, talked to her about it, she's just like, I just don't feel the same. Mm. anymore it's, mm. it's, it's, it's it's just disappeared you know and okay. this was about three or four months into it you know yeah. and and you know that kind of happens sometimes so that was disappointing that yeah 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 oh. so you know on my 30th birthday in amsterdam i'm at a sex club and she doesn't want to play she doesn't want to fuck me oh, <laughs> i'm just no. like but at least you're, at least you're at a club you were in a swinging club yeah, yeah. It, it was full of dudes and i was like this oh, is not this is definitely no. not a great birthday so at the end of that i pretty I, well at the end of that night she's like well what do you want to do and we had this whole holiday planned and i was like well i'm going to continue on the on the holiday and i'm going to go to italy and you know do stuff there Mm. and i was like you can go if you want but we're not going to like hang out and 
pretend everything's okay because I'm because it's I, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I still have these feelings and you yeah. don't. So yeah. I can't, you know, just hang out with you as a friend. Yeah. It's, it's just not going to work for me. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so I guess we've heard some of the challenges of long-distance relationships. The, the fact that it can be hard for intimacy. It can be hard for intuition, which is what you said as well. Mm. It can be hard to actually also sometimes be on the same page in terms of your mm. uh, growth and your journey and what you want from life. Let's talk about the benefits, though, of long-distance relationships because I feel like we don't really talk about this enough. Are there any specific advantages that long-distance relationships have over relationships conducted in proximity? Yeah, I, I think that in my second half of life, I think I am preferring the long distance because, and right now there's a lot of distance because of the situation, but the ability now to pursue other things in my life, I spent my first half, you know, dedicated to prioritizing someone else in my life. And I think a lot of personal growth was missed. And I, I know that I'm the kind of person that when I'm with someone, I, I tend to prioritize them over myself. Mm-hmm. So the second half of life, I always, you know, it's very different to get with somebody because you, it's not blind, but you've had a lot of experience mm-hmm. to today, to, to be sitting here right today. I, um, I'm not so willing to, to hand everything over anymore. Mm. I want to keep something for myself. I want someone who can stand at the start line and cheer me on, but give me plenty of space to be me. Mm. And I think long distance relationships afford you a lot of that. Mm. And also there's a more maturity in how you are going to be together. Um, mm. This simplistic cheering on the potential that you see when you're young in your 20s and 30s there's so much unknown and you're really backing and looking to your partner for all the potential that you have Mm -hmm. and all of what could come in the future together in your second half in my age of 54 it's more there's no more potential it's now Mm -hmm. (laughs) you got to Got to do it today and I need to do that for myself. So I think that I cannot have such a traditional relationship Mm -hmm. because I really am now committed to developing Helen Mm -hmm. and that affords me that. And I need somebody who can give me lots of space. They need space to do their their thing and and we call it – Actually, in my relationship now, we call it, we have our own bubbles. Mm -hmm. And you have, in our own bubbles, we need to attend to what we need. We can't depend on each other to be happy. Mm -hmm. We need to find ways to make ourselves happy. And in our bubbles, that's our responsibility. And when you join the two bubbles together, you have the bit in the middle. That's the relationship. That's the relationship bubble. And there we are curate what we need. We can talk about what that bubble needs to survive and thrive and feel good in Mm. but honestly for that to be good you need to be good yeah um in a relationship or needing that from the long relationship to feel good because of what they do I think you're going to hit rocks Mm -hmm. um so for me the long distance relationship is giving me that space which I really love and it's Mm -hmm. taking me a long time to admit that that is who I am now Mm. because I was really emotionally codependent in my marriage and I really loved my husband and I was very shocked at the separation. Mm. So I had to rebuild and I had to learn to become 
emotionally independent and I had to learn how to self-soothe and take care of myself and now that I've done that and I've done all that hard work and it's been uphill a lot I'm really nervous about giving that away I Mm. want to keep that for myself and it's important it is very important it's so important for me now and I have my career I have my aspirations in this arena which is why I'm really happy to be here today um to do other things and help women and that all takes lots of time up so then you have the relationship I used to think I was unlucky that I didn't have kids, but I think I'm actually, I really wanted them. But now I'm lucky that I don't because I get to focus on my passions. Mm -hmm. I get to able to have the choice to have a long distance relationship. I can travel easily once we can travel again. So it suits me down to the ground and I'm a bit of a role play girl. Mm -hmm. So I like a little bit of exhibitionism, a bit of, Mm -hmm. um, you know, look at me and the long distance I get to play all of that out Mm -hmm. and I love it. Yeah. So I get a lot from it. So there's lots of, you know, sexually it works. Obviously you want to be physically together, but sexually it works. Mm. It's just as fun. And for me as a person in my vision for who I want to be and how I want to live my life, it's working for Mm. me. Mm. That's great. Yeah, yeah. It is not to also say that you couldn't have that space in in a relationship in the same place but it's really just how you define some of those boundaries which maybe you weren't very clear for you before weren't clear for me before Mm. and one of these people that will put other people first so Mm. this is teaching me to maintain for me first Mm. and like you said you know maybe you know not living together or in the same place Mm -hmm. or actually being more clear about my boundaries I mean this is actually as we bring it up so when we were living together <laughs> he was always like you need to ask for time uh-huh ask for me time ask for me time yeah and I'm like oh but I feel guilty and this is just even recently right. and we used to you know I come home from work because I have a, a big job and I can be a little bit stressed and we call it the Coming in from work, you have the transition phase, yes. the landing. Yes. So you come out of the work bubble and yep. you come into the home and you can bring it all with you or you can leave it at the door. It's very hard to leave it at the door. I've been trying to do this for you know 30 years. But it's about saying when I'm ready for the meantime and I yep. did struggle with it. It's one of my one of my – I still need to get better at asking for me. Yeah. still get better at prioritizing me. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, I I think kind of echoing what you guys are saying is that I know for me personally, if I'm in or in the past, I've just ended up myself being very codependent within the relationships that I've been in. And I've learned that that's not something I want because it more or less brings out a really uh, bad part of me that I really just don't like and it's just not fun so the long distance the, the good thing about it is what you guys are saying it does set up boundaries not just physical boundaries but also those emotional and mental boundaries mm. as well mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. It, you know it's Friday night you can't just go to your partner and say hey what are we doing tonight yeah it's I still have to look after me it's like I, I have to have my own friends I have to have my own mm. things that I like to do you know m- my own hobbies my own interests mm-hmm. I can't rely on my partner to bring any of that everything to, to, to yeah, the relationship yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. that's 
unrealistic. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, it totally mm, is, and actually, you need to have a balance. So your bubbles, I thought, was <laughs> yeah. a really good illustration. It's it's actually a Venn diagram. Yeah, like it is. What, what it would you would yeah. call yeah. like you have some overlap. Really, yeah. a healthy relationship has some overlap where you. You know, you of course you do things as a couple, and you enjoy your time as a couple. And there is a we, but there is also a, a me. Mm. So it's like a we and a me, and you've got your own bubble as well. And having that balance so important. And yeah, not many people get it right. I would say it's a real commitment, and I think there's a discipline of I'm criticized a lot I think in my family and and sometimes in my relationships that I'm too emotional and I think it's a funny comment because we're all emotional so I've now put it in context of being able to be more disciplined with my thoughts and emotions so um, understanding what is going on because emotions are describing about what's going on and how you're feeling. You're either feeling good or you're feeling like crap. So if you're feeling like crap, you should walk away. If you're feeling good, do more. But you, the discipline is needed to help you guide yourself, right? So that what where you where you end up in terms of how you live in the relationship, you aren't getting that codependence. Mm. I think we all fall into that. Yeah. Um, and having had to, you know, deep, you know, I was deeply in one mm. where that was the case. It takes a lot of courage, right? Mm. Um, yeah. So can you actually guess the uh, success rates of long distance relationships? I was like looking up some studies, okay, like in terms of like percentage. Low. 17%. 17. 17. Yeah, of course. How about you? What do you think? I think it's probably pretty low. <laughs> As low as seventeen. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, I think probably. I think probably about given that the lot of the world is global these days. I think we're probably looking at about 25, wait, 20, wait, wait. Let's say twenty-seven. Wait, 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 wait. Twenty-seven wait. percent. Okay, okay. Be- before you tell us, what is the definition you. of success? Yeah. But they're, they're still going. Yeah. 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 Okay. Or it's a long I, time. I think. I think that the couples rated. Like okay. as a success or as a satisfying relationship. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, because I would like to say that the my latest one, in the girl in Japan, that, to me, that was a, was su- a success. That's a success. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 To me, even though it didn't last, it's still a success. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's a couple rating and okay. it's actually 58%. Really? Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That, wait, it, it, that's 58. Yeah, and that's very recent research as it, well. Is that higher than n- normal? Air yeah. quotes normal relationships. I I don't know. They What's didn't the do a com- right. They didn't do a comparison. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But I actually thought that that was surprisingly yeah, high surprised. as well. Yeah. And the research has also shown that long distance couples tend to have the same or more satisfaction in their relationships than couples who are geographically close. And higher oh. levels of dedication to their relationships and less feelings of being trapped. Well, I think yeah. I think <laughs> I a lot of that is that. yeah. I think a lot of it is is because, and it's something that I always go back to. It, go, it goes down to communication. It, mm-hmm. This forces you to communicate. You have to communicate because yeah. if you can't communicate, then you don't really have a relationship because you're not going to see them that yeah. often. So you have to communicate. You have to you know be very clear about what's going on in your life and what you want and your feelings. And if you, you don't do that, it's Yes, definitely. And it has to be two way. Yeah. Yeah. I think too often you find yourself it's one way Mm -hmm. and it's 
it's a horrible feeling to be yeah. in that one way. So the two way, if you've got that two way, you the intention is, yeah. has to be so strong. Yeah. That commitment has to be. It, it's it, an everyday commitment. Absolutely. Mm. And it, I mean, it's it's a it's really easy to get complacent in a relationship where you see each other all the time and you know you don't really have to make especially if you're living together you don't have to make much effort you know they're just there but I think you have to make the effort you have to schedule a time when are we talking today when are you know when are we doing something like having a date night together or something so there is definitely more intention yeah I think you need to bring a lot more EQ to the the deal Mm. and also it requires I think just communication is requires a lot of honesty Mm -hmm. and it's sometimes hard to be honest because to be honest you have to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and to be vulnerable means you have to take a risk and a lot of people find that very difficult and Mm. especially sexually because you're exposing yourself and Maybe, as you say, living together, you're just there and you fall into a routine of same sex. Yeah. And maybe you initiate all the time or maybe your partner initiates all the time. But in long distance, you both need to initiate. Mm -hmm. You both need to, you need to talk about what you want and, and um, you both need and, to be creative. Yeah, you as need well. to be really creative. Yeah, yeah. really creative. Yeah, yeah. So you, you and there's lots of you know mm. props, yeah. <laughs> which I'm sure we're going to yeah, talk yeah, about. Uh, let's just yeah, let's, let's go, go into straight that. to the props. I want to talk about sex now. <laughs> yeah, let's like talk about you know, sex. we've been talking about long distance relationships, all wonderful, but <laughs> let's talk about sex. Can sex actually <laughs> be hotter when you're in a long distance relationship? Yes, I think it is very much a, a lot more hotter. Mm. Yeah. I think there's so much that goes into like the planning and the anticipation and the missing each other. It's really, it's like a, sort of extended foreplay. Yes. It? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's extended it's foreplay. foreplay. It's all foreplay. All of it until you get to see each other again and then bang, and boom, then- you get to actually yeah. touch it. You were just like, <laughs> <laughs> touch each other. Touch it. Yeah. I like as you said that it. It. <laughs> you're not a human being. You're just a body part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it becomes that because you haven't seen each other for so long. Right? Hey, and you know, some Get people like that. that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Sometimes yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So what are some things that you can do to keep things sexy over long distance? Ideas. Well, I have used the apps where you can share mm. toys together. Mm. And uh, I got a cute little story. So this was not too long ago. And I got a vibrating egg, and uh, which is kind of... Is not, it remote control? Yeah, remote control. So it's oh, on an app. Yeah. And, so, and he's, in, he's in Holland and I'm in Hong Kong. Mm. And so we, we're always teasing each other anyway, but it's like, he, he's like, I want you to know when I'm thinking about you. I want you to know when I want to fuck you. Yeah. Um, or I, you know, I want to come now, so I need you to come in, you know? So yeah. it's like, so we, we got these in, so I got an egg and there's a clitoral stimulus, stimulus little, it's oh, part yeah. of it. It's these couple, there's two or three things in the box. Yeah. So this, this egg thing, I get a text in the morning and he's like, he's asleep but I wake up to the text and it's quite hot. He's like telling me how much he wants me to want him. And so today I need to wear the egg. Mm. 
And that particular day, I had a lot of meetings. Mm. And I'm like, oh. I don't know if I can do the egg today. I've got, you know, I've got to keep my mind on these meetings. And it's like, but there was no choice. Because I know when he does this, it's like, he'll be really disappointed if I don't play. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is where, how do you balance real life and, and what you're doing where you are? Mm. So I put the egg in. And, it, you know, he wakes, his time zone's quite away. So he wakes up about two or three or no, maybe a bit earlier than one. He got uh-huh. up early uh-huh. and I'm in the meeting and I get this. <laughs> and I'm like, that oh, so okay. That so this so goes great. all day. I love it. So the, I'm buzz, getting buzzed You're getting all buzzed. day yeah. and obviously making little trips to the bathroom. <laughs> Um, because he wants he wants to know what's going on. He's sending and, pictures. Yeah, he wants pictures and he wants a video call and he wants to see me come. And he's like, I'm coming. You know, so it was it's all between the meetings. There's a lot of, you know, bio breaks. Right. Oh, that's why you're that's why I keep leaving so often. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Oh, so many things are coming into place oh, now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Okay, so remote control sex toys are a definitely good investment. They're a good investment. Yeah. They're great. And if you're not together, just buy them and post them to each other. You know, courier yeah. them to each other. Oh, yeah. Such a, I, I really like, you know, as much as we use a lot of digital communication these days, right? Yeah. I really like the old-fashioned forms of communication. I find them... I would say extra meaningful these days. Like even if I get a postcard or a care package mm-hmm. from somebody that you know, even from a from even from a friend, right? Or but what more so from a partner? Like if I just get something in the mail, it just really yeah. makes my day. <laughs> I, got, I yeah, love it, it's you know. Great. And if it's a sex toy, oh, even, even better. better. Or some sexy, yeah. sexy, a sexy lingerie or a yeah. sexy outfit to wear. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, if you're looking for some brands with remote control sex toys, like the ones that I would recommend um, are... Yeah, Yeah, you recommended me one the other day. WeVibe, yeah, has a good one. Um, Lovence has a good one. And yeah, there are a few brands that do really, really good remote control. Did I... Um, wait, wait, have I, I, you wait, guys? I, I have one question. Vibes, yeah. Yes, yeah, vibes, yeah. I, 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 have, one, I have one too. question, real quick. Yeah. Hel- uh, Helena, is the egg in now? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. We should have done but it next with time. The egg in. Next yeah. time, I'll wear an egg. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We only well, want to record anyone podcasts. can sign into the app <laughs> as well. Oh, okay, there we you go. You can get those. You can get onto oh, the wait, app wait. with multiple so, signers. So you could have a three-way. You could have a three-way with oh, the egg. Nice. That would be That's cool, great. wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, and they're and they're not just um, only eggs. They have like vibrating cock rings as well. Different yep. different oh, yeah. shapes okay. of yeah. butt uh, plugs. Butt plugs. Um, you know, it's very orifice yeah, friendly. Clip <laughs> <laughs> flickers. If you Equal put, opportunity. Yeah. If you can put something in it. Yeah. There's yeah. lots of things, yeah. Lots of different lots like, of things. things. I think yeah. we were talking about the other day the big, <laughs> <laughs> the new invention. But like, the, the fucking machine. To, yeah, the fucking machine. But the, the remote control fucking it's like, machine. It's like the, um, it's like a flashlight for a guy and you have the, you have the dildo. And he has control of the dildo, so when he sticks his cock inside the machine, uh, your dildo responds, and yeah. your dildo's inside <laughs> your yeah 
inside your vagina and it's yeah. great. I haven't, I'd like, I want to try it, but, yeah. it's, but the machine just looks a bit and comes in. When I was talking with my partner, he's like, but yeah, but it looks like a mini microwave or a <laughs> mini toaster. <laughs> so I don't know if it's, let, let, next time we talk, let's get the brand name. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I, I had the brand name. So it's, well, firstly, the, the technology that we're talking about is teledildonics, yes. which is a bit of like a mouthful. Yeah. Um, like, and <laughs> so it should be. Yeah. <laughs> teledildonics. Dildonics. Tell Tell di- dildonics. Yeah, not yeah, dildonics. like a dildo, like a dildo. <laughs> Get a mouthful. Nicks, uh, nicks. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Okay. And that's that. As you say, that it provides that sort of like tactile sensation. Yeah. Which you communicate over a data link um, between partners. And the brand that I did look up after our conversation um, that does this is um, Kiru. So K-I-I, two I's, R-O-O. Mm-hmm. And you can, they make Aishi premium teledildonic toys. Uh, well, I don't know if you I would. I don't word. think. Yeah, it's I mean, I don't know name. if you would have like a cheap ass telly dildonic. But the technology put, is, yeah. you know, premium in itself anyway, yeah. just to get that. It's worth a shot. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it would be interesting. Well, given the pandemic mm. and how long we have to wait, maybe yeah. that's the next yeah, investment. And, 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 yeah, and you know, if you're not going out for your to dinner with your partner every day, you're saving a lot of money. So Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, um, investment. Yeah, that's great. And also like what we talked about last time on our last episode, uh, which is sexting and dirty uh, yes. talk. I feel like that plays a huge, huge, huge part. Uh, part of long distance relationships. And if you, if you feel shy or awkward, uh, it's really something that I think you need to overcome if you want to survive yeah. and keep things you sexy in a game. in yeah. a long term relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, Make what? a friend with a porn star. I don't know. You need to <laughs> educate yourself though, but get your confidence mm. up. I completely agree. Yeah, yeah I, I, I would say while I don't have my own personal egg or or, <laughs> or anything like that, I guess my long distance kind of sexting or whatever was, you know, sometimes in meetings you would just. Open up your phone and be like, oh, oh, wow, there's a vagina right there. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm oh, the dick pic queen. Yeah. I've got more dick pics than you believe. It's oh, like... I know. I know. <laughs> you do know. <laughs> right, but isn't it funny? Because sometimes, like, well, I have an iPhone, and you can see the little thumbnail oh, yeah. turn yes. up on your yep. phone. And, and I've been in meetings, and I see the little thumbnail, and I'm like, looks like a dick and then i'll turn my phone around <laughs> in the meeting and oh, i'll just continue wait, with you, whatever i'm saying yeah, you, I you, you had a funny had story this, about this i had a funny <laughs> yeah. story so i was t- playing for playing with a guy and he was in a meeting and he had his whatsapp up on the meeting and my vagina came up on the presentation <laughs> what <laughs> what so happened watch out with your desktop don't have it on when you meet in meetings <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we so, were constantly sharing yeah. pictures and he was obviously presenting <laughs> and and he didn't have it on full presentation so everything that you had on share screen right, and on right. in the presentation right so the whole meeting got a full face on my <laughs> oh yeah. my yeah. gosh yeah 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 so, so so i would say with work don't have any Be- like Facebook or WhatsApp notifications yeah. come up ever. on your That's let's, a bad idea. let's talk about some safety tips. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. definitely yeah. a bit of safety. About, yeah, let, let's talk about some things not to do when sexting just to keep it in like a safe um, yeah. environment yeah. and context. 
Yeah, I think that's definitely one. Desktop off. You desktop maybe need off. to have another phone. Sharing to cloud off. off. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, because yeah. that can go wrong. That, can actually, your, I have a story about that in Ch- Shanghai. <laughs> a creative director, he was, he was actually having an affair with a porn star. Mm. And he's really funny. And he was always having great stories mm. about what was going oh, on. Of course, as you and were. And he was always sharing the pics with me because, you know, I'm a little slut. I want to have a look. <laughs> he had a very bad situation. Unfortunately, the guy was married, which is his deal. But she was living in Shanghai. Mm. And he had shared all the pictures off. And, and obviously, IT have access. This oh. is a hygiene thing. IT have access to your phone and they have access to your laptop. He was sharing the pics and they on went his work phone, though. On the laptop. On oh, the, on the work and he laptop. was in the system oh. at work. Oh, yeah, that's not good. And it went through <laughs> the share, went through the share wall. Yeah. And it yeah. ended up in the cloud at work. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So one day, IT had been going through this and cleaning out files and sending us all the files with a link to the whole agency. Oh, wow. 400 and something people. And they're like, whose pictures and are these? His, his, <laughs> his link was all his files. Photos were in the link. Oh my god! And so the whole agency Shit. got to. I mean, he didn't care, but I think yeah, but a bit of credibility <laughs> issue there. <laughs> and he's married, and he had all of this, and he kind of yeah, that, you know that, that, that was not good for his credibility. That, that you walked out the door. That, it was yeah. a few issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. HR had a few issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh my god! So yeah, I, I think there's got to be. You need to if you're playing. Yeah. And there's a lot of pictures and there's a lot of texting. You have to decide. You know, companies do today's, especially in my company, they have access to everything, mm. um, and they can see you online all the time. So. Mm. You know, pawning on the company laptop, pawning on Not the phone. Good. You need to get yeah. another phone. No. You need to get another laptop. And yeah. it's just for your own safety. Yeah. For sure. I mean, are you guys even in the habit of not taking uh, dirty pics with your face in it? And like um, doing them yeah, on these I've got platforms some. where they disappear the next day. You know, like the Snapchat yeah. platform was very good for dirty pics because yeah. they, you know, after a while it disappears. Yeah, and the, now there's Telegram, which yeah. has kind of been really blowing mm-hmm. up over here. Yeah. Um, do you I, use that or? Whenever I take pictures, I definitely do it without faces. Okay. Be, because I'm just not somebody that wants that kind of stuff out there associated mm-hmm. with, with me yeah. in that kind of way. You know, I have yeah. to add different personas, and that's the persona that I just don't want out to the general public. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, yeah. we all have that. Yeah. yeah. I've made a mistake of having face in there. I don't know if it's a mistake, but. No, it's not. No there. And I got hacked uh, in China, so my pixel got picked up. I don't know what happened. Then my I've done a search. Well, I've had a proper search done on me, and so there's oh nothing gosh. out there. But I think I have probably got too excited sometimes with people in some of these long distance where you think it is going somewhere, and they do have pics of me. Yeah. Um, I have also in sexting and texting, like you guys have been talking about, and maybe have got caught up in the whole fantasy and I don't really know who's on the other end. Mm. Uh, sometimes have slipped a bit with some some things, but mm, I, I mean, I don't really care who sees, honestly. I don't, ha- I'm not shy, mm. but I think credibility of if you've got careers and you've got other personas in the community, you may, you know, I think vigilance is probably a good idea. Agree. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, or maybe just get them to put the pictures into like a vault. You can get one of those. Yeah. Like yeah. Lo- I've yeah. got yeah. a locked Security file yeah, on like my that. phone. Yeah. yeah, okay. Because, you know, I've got nieces and nephews when I go home and they grab your phone and <laughs> boom. <laughs> my sister goes, whoa, what's, what was Helen? She, she used to say to me, is your phone, is you, you got, is you, she's going into your phone. I said, no, I have a locked file. So I have a locked file and I have a text, you know, I mm. have a, I put everything so it's not on the feed. Yeah, and I, 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 I just try and be a bit careful. I have a funny story about that. So mm. I was doing an internship in Chicago and, and I was using my own personal computer. And I had all these pictures that I had taken, you know, throughout the years and everything. And then, but my screensaver was also my pictures. <laughs> so, oh, we got to turn that yeah, on. Yeah, I know. So, so I, I, I'm just like across the room doing some stuff. And then I look up, it's like... Oh my God! Why is my dick in someone's mouth on the computer? <laughs> oh my God! And then I just ran over, closed that, and I was like, oh, "Okay, I'm changing that immediately." <laughs> yeah, default. Yeah. yeah. Sunsets and sunrises <laughs> exactly. and palm trees. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah oh no my gosh! Idea. We're talking about the tools and stuff. Yeah. And I find this too quite funny. Sometimes you know, like you're you're like you're having a really good time and you're getting it on. Yeah. But you've got you've got the phone. You need your hands free, right? Oh, literally yeah. so you've oh, got the yeah. phone and you've yeah. got the toys yeah. and he's trying yeah. to see and you're trying to see and um so all, all the angles it's yeah <laughs> oh yeah and you and it, you and need a selfie stick you need is that, oh well, is even, that what you're yeah, saying selfie stick, or you can even get a, a like thir- a, a third person get them to do it for you i didn't think about or that but you get right? like a, what do they call the camera the the new ones that have come out i was actually thinking of getting it the other day there's a stand ah yes and it has a little uh, swivel thing on it and it moves the 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 okay it d- does, it move, like a d- does it move with you yeah like it sounds like, a, like that a, yeah. yeah a ball, ball oh, okay yes and it goes, okay. Okay. And you move around but it has a little control i want one of them i need to find it <laughs> oh my gosh so then it, you know you can move around yeah the only the only reason why i got a selfie stick was to take photos of my but Oh my. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> You're yawny. Because the thing is, it's so hard for angles, right? Yeah, really for hard. women, like guys, you have it yeah, so it, much it, easier it, it, because it's, it's easier. right yeah. there. Like, yeah. if um, for women, just to get a <laughs> proper angle, back and, front and then you and want like the bomb and, and a good bomb shot. There is no way you can do it without a selfie hard. stick. I agree. I agree. And you've got really long arms and you can bend over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would say m- mirrors are very important. Yeah, you need lots oh, of mirrors. mirrors. Mi- yeah. Mirrors yeah. are really good. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's probably some of the hottest pics I've seen mm-hmm. where, where the girl takes it from like a mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like oh, angle, yeah. that kind of stuff. I'm yeah. like, oh, so Sitting nice. in front of the mirror. Yeah. Uh, yes. With your legs up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> Have you guys ever actually used these like long distance apps for like lovers or they have like a bunch of games a bunch of like sexy challenges like some kind of like messaging platforms i've seen an app with that's got it's for lovers apart and it's about it's Mm. kind of like a deck of cards and questions and it must have an algorithm and you throw it in we Mm. did look at it Mm. i got that box set of cards more old-fashioned just a card set which was there's a pack in it called Intimacy mm-hmm. and there's a whole lot of questions in there. And actually we played the cards mm. one night before he left and we got a lot of stimulation and a lot of input to mm. think about how we wanted to do this, how we could do that. So I totally agree. These kinds of external influences or more inspirations are mm. really helpful because it gets dialogue going. 
because you you know what you know and if you have an ambition or you're a little bit shy and you can't just get yourself across the cards are great even if you pay them long distance because you talk and the more you talk mm. the easier it is because then the fear or the feeling insecure or shy or you might have shy of your body there might be a part of your body that you don't like you just got to let it all go mm. and that talking really helps so I think these things are great they're really good levelers I think that it's sometimes quite easy to have very superficial conversations when you're in a long distance relationship sometimes oh what's your day I, I mean wait, maybe all relationships yeah. are like that how's your day <laughs> what are you doing nah, nah, nah. Yeah, you I know like, like rinse yeah. and repeat Re- yeah, like, I, mean, I guess all killer. relationships yeah. really yeah. right like you get so caught up in the little minutiae because but for long distance relationships because you're not really going through that together with your partner a lot of times you have to kind of catch up like what are the most interesting things that happened but it doesn't happen every day this is yeah. probably my biggest what to do, and I haven't really solved it, mm. is the mundane rinse and repeat and feeling like you were saying, James, about the trapped, having in the morning there's a text, you know, well, uh, we've yeah. got a lot, quite a lot of distance between us, so time, but it's like there's the text and feeling like you have, some days you just don't want to connect. You just want to just mm-hmm. be free. How do you deal with this? It's like you talk about it, obviously, and you try and work it out, but then you want to connect. Sometimes you're on, sometimes you're off. Sometimes they're more on than you're off. But inevitably, the rinse and repeat prevails. I, I hate I it. Think, <laughs> see, I think sometimes if you, know, you don't feel like connecting or you just don't feel inspired, then it's okay. You, know, you don't have to. So how you just don't respond or you just say, I don't have it today or I'm not feeling it today? Well, well, I just like, sorry, you know, I'm just uh, kind of in a weird spot today, just kind of going to take some me time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, the same way you would do in just a normal relationship. I I know it's a rhythm thing, right? It's like, I think the sex goes towards a long way of breaking that Mm. because you have some fun. Yeah. Because I think the whole mundane every day, it's not fun. It's, it's not it's fun, but in some ways, if you want to still feel like you're part of each other's lives, oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. still need a certain amount of that. And I've heard of people who really, they just enjoy... We can share a movie. Yeah, sharing a movie. Or, and you talk or, or, about it. Or, 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 a book. or switching on the FaceTime every morning, as almost like as a ritual. So then they drink their coffee together. together. Yeah, and and the start idea. of the day, yeah. right? Like, And it's just having maybe that little Thing sliver of time where you can maybe just catch up on like the little things. But then that's very different from actually, okay, let's have a date night, right? Because like, yeah, I think yeah. you should still have, maybe it's not a routine, but I think you should still have a system where you are kind of planning date nights for each other, even if it is virtually. So we already, we've been watching porn together for ages. So that's fun. So we both have the link and we go on and it's the syncing because otherwise he's getting, ah, ah, and I'm getting, <laughs> oh, oh. And we're getting it differently. <laughs> And it's like, it's off. It's like really off. It's like, turn your sound off. Just go with my sound. No, no, no. You have to have the sound. You have to have the sound. I'm going to be in control of it. He's dominating. He's more bigger than me. He's like, like, nah. Any other sort of creative virtual date ideas that you've found particularly fun, thoughtful, or memorable? I really love role playing. 
So I've had a couple of instructions, quite a few instructions over the time. Mm. And I think it's just where it comes to setting boundaries as a couple too. So what are you comfortable with apart? So letting other people into the sexual relationship between you, it takes a lot of trust and a lot of discussion and what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. So with my partner, it is he is fine um, with me if I want to have sex with somebody else. But mm. I have to tell him everything. Mm. He wants to know everything. And it needs to be not a relationship with somebody else. It's so why does he like to know everything? Because, it, one, it turns him on. He also wants to know how I was feeling when I was having sex with them. And he wants to know what we were doing. Because there's both a turn on. But he wants to know what I'm up to. Yeah. And it's not like I am pursuing that, but and then there's the comfortable angle on you doing that. How do you feel? Mm-hmm. So if you're loving somebody and you're in love with them, how do you feel about having sex with somebody else and then telling them? So there's a whole dynamic there of mm-hmm. feeling guilty or am I sleeping? Am I breaking the trust between us? So there's a lot of dynamics mm-hmm. and there's a lot of emotional dynamics and I think they take a lot of time to be explored and discussed and and absolutely needs honesty and trust. So sometimes in his instructions to me, I've, he wants me to go and do things with other people and mm. then tell him. And it's fun and it's exciting and it's so hot and it's really sexy and it's very short-lived. But it's just, I think, for that to work, you have to have good rules. We've swung together. We've done swingers clubs together. We've done groups together. We've got experience at right. this, but apart is a little bit different. But when you're apart for a long time, you know, you do want to have sex with somebody else. Sometimes you just want to be <laughs> fucked and you want the real thing, right? So yeah. then if you have that capability in your partnership, it's great, but it does need a lot of work. Just wrapping up here, is there anything that you learned from being in a long distance relationship that you wouldn't have learned if you were having a relationship in the same place? I think when we talk about love language and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, I think that I've learned kind of what I really need. And some people say you only have one or whatever, but I feel I need touch and I need words. Mm-hmm. Because to me, I just need to hear someone say something to for reassurance and all that because, you know, insecurities and all that stuff flare up, you mm-hmm. know, at the most inopportune times. <laughs> Inappropriate Yes, times. yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> but then I'm also a very touchy person, so I actually yeah. need to be able to, like, touch people and feel them and, like, hold them and all that Such kind of stuff as well. Mm. Yeah. Such a good Such a good So, but yeah. you, what you're actually saying then, you learned that in a long-distance relationship so that it's hard for you to get that physical touch all the time, yeah. right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a deal breaker for you, really, yeah. In a uh, way, long distance without any goal at the end of mm. not being long distance, yeah. yeah, it doesn't really make sense, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but but and then to me, I mean, I can't go, you know, if I'm gonna see someone, if it is long distance, I want to see them at least once a month. Mm. And the really cool thing about that, like you were saying, Sarah, you can go to different places. I like the sex and, tourism. Yeah. And, yeah. You, get, yeah. and you can yeah, have different experiences that you can share together. And you, know, mm-hmm. you can go to places you've never been before. Or you can share a place you have been with your yeah. long-distance partner or yeah. something like that, which yeah. is really cool. But at least, for me, it'd be at least once a month. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Anything you learned? I have learned that I need to communicate a lot clearer. Mm-hmm. It's made me be more articulate. And it's also made me more aware of what I am like Mm. because everything, how I am in a relationship is what I mean. Because when we're together in the same place, 
versus in the long distance relationship. We actually do the long distance relationship really well. Mm. And then sometimes when we get together, it's really interesting. I default to some behavior that is kind of, I wouldn't say lazy, but it's just a default where I'm a lot more conscious and a lot more disciplined in the long distance Mm. because you need to be. Yeah. So at home, like I was talking about the coming home thing and not asking for time or not being clear about how I, what I want to do today or any of those simple little things, I see myself, I step back and I can see myself playing this out. So that's Mm. probably the biggest thing for me. I think they're, they're good for me. They're, they're a good mirror for me. Mm. Yeah. My key learning is probably just the importance of space Mm. and that balance, as you said, of the Mm. Venn diagram. Mm. So understanding that actually some space is really healthy for a relationship. And even though I am in a relationship in the same city right now with somebody, I try to make sure that I set it up so that I do have that space and that me time. So that's really important. That's something I brought into my future relationships, no matter where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So last little section, this is actually just a fun section. This has all been fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so glad. That's why I I love having you guys here. (laughs) Okay. So this is just like a little speed round. Essentially, I throw a question out there and you have maybe two seconds to just spontaneously respond. They are kind of fun questions. They're all related to long distance and quarantine and all of that. Themes that we talked about today. Who would be better at sexting? It's an either or, okay? Oprah Winfrey or Ellen DeGeneres? Ellen. Ellen. Oh, really? Yeah, I think. But it just depends on what okay. kind of sex. Well, no, I mean... <laughs> I think, I think she'd be quite punchy. Yeah, I think Ellen. Uh, and she just seems a little cooler I, than Oprah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oprah might my, my oming in the middle of the text. Oming? <laughs> um. um. <laughs> All right. Who would you rather quarantine with? Gordon Ramsay or Martha Stewart? Gordon Ramsay. Oh, oh uh, no. Uh, Ma- Ma- Martha, Martha Stewart. Stewart all the way. <laughs> no. Oh, God. I bet I, I she mean, would Gordon be great Ramsay at Gordon Ramsay would drive me nuts. No, but, he's, uh, he, but for me, he, I can handle that character. Really? I can't stand Martha Stewart. I always have a thing about Martha Stewart <laughs> that if I walk into someone's home and go, oh, well, that's Martha Stewart. Or someone gives, brings some banana cake over. Oh, you're so Martha Stewart. I don't know. Do you, do I don't know. I've got something wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. her. Yeah, you see, my mind I went. Think, my, I like. I like that because she's very service oriented. Yeah. I feel. See, my mind yeah. went straight to She'll who close. would you rather quarantine with and eventually have sex with? And I actually went to F1 in Singapore and I know what he's like. So okay. yeah, I think okay. it'd be so quite fun to be quarantined very, with. Very clear. Very clear. <laughs> Who would you rather be in a long-distance relationship with, David Beckham or Victoria Beckham? <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, this is a really hard... You have to listen to him. <laughs> His voice. Yeah, maybe then not David Beckham for you because can you imagine you'd have to be on the phone a lot, whereas at least if you were in proximity with David Beckham, you could just fuck him. Or you just or or you don't him. Okay, so get go away, go away. You just you just have his just yeah, just have sex. You don't have to hear. You don't have to hear him. I mean, Victoria's (laughs) cute, (laughs) and I think she's an exhibitionist for sure. 
Uh, she's a bit uptight, know. if you ask and me. Oh, we can fix that. I think she. <laughs> I, think she like, I, just like, I think she's a control freak. Yeah, that's well, well, yeah. You can get a strap I on and maybe oh, not yeah. after. Oh, yes. Maybe not yes. after James is done with her. <laughs> tag team. We can All both take her. <laughs> no. We can both take her. You get the front. I'll get the back. <laughs> So listeners, I would love to hear from you. What are your strategies for keeping things hot over long distance? Find me at HelloSarahSense on Instagram or Facebook or drop me a line at SarahSense.com. I'd love to hear from you and I would also love it if you could leave a review for this podcast as it really helps other people find us better. So instead of focusing on the challenging aspects of long distance or self-isolation, I'd really encourage all of you listening to think of this time as an opportunity to miss your partner, plan and anticipate the next time you're together and use it as an opportunity to explore new sexual experiences that you wouldn't have considered when physical sex was an option, as this will really help you get better in bed. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.